The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. All right, question. Uh, I have a few cleaners who message me about cleanings in the schedule. It feels overwhelming. How do we go teaching them to be competent, figure things out without coming off rude? Really good question. So two or three things are going to play into that. First and foremost is core values, right? So have fun, make money, be real, help out would be ours. You got to have yours. So if you if you texted me, well, I'm going to go levels. So assuming that you were an employee and were in the habit of texting me, which you wouldn't be, we're going to tell you how to get out of that. But assuming you were and slacked me or whatever the appropriate channel that I've asked you to go through and texting is not it. Slack is fine. Boxers, pick what you want. I just don't like text. And that's just me. If you're like, no, I like text. It's fine. There's nothing immoral about text, but I just like to be able to deal with it when I want. Oh, and back in module, it's either one or two. We talk about blocking your time where we tell employees and customers, I shall be returning calls or text or however you're going to, however you can tell them at this time. So if they, if that's, you know, from eight to eight 30 and they text me at nine Oh one, I ignore it till eight o'clock next morning. That's how I get them to figure it out on their own. Um, Cause I tell, and again, I'm not being a jerk. I told them I'm only, this is when I'm available. You guys, I love you. If you called me or texted me or emailed me, asked for coaching, you know, Tuesday at three o'clock and I'm with my family, I love the crap out of you, but I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, family, get the hell out. Heather needs coaching. I'm gonna ignore it. And you're not gonna, if you get uptight, I'm like, well, we're not a good fit. You're probably gonna go, oh, well, Mike set standards and things and I'm he's accessible and he loves me and he's got me and he set the rules and I agreed to those rules and it's fine. So same with the employees. If you just set the rules and they agree to the rules, they're not gonna be angry with you for holding the rules. So I would, uh, just like we talk about in that module one or two, blocking time, just thought, hey, here's when I block employees, or here's when I get back with employees, customers, whatever. If you need something before then, you can let me know. I'm not going to get back to you then. And I'm paying you to be <clears throat> Figure it out. You're a big girl. You're a big boy. And here's the answer. Whatever the question is, the answer is the an- have fun, make money, be real and help out. The core values are the rules. And even when you do call back, and the cool thing is 90% of the time when they leave a message and then you call back 22 hours later, they're like, oh, never mind. I got it solved. Like, oh, imagine that. And then they, and then they figure it out and just stop leaving the messages. So that's, that's the thing. So step one, set those boundaries. Here's when I return calls. Step two, have a come to Jesus. Hey guys, I'm I'm hi- I'm hiring you to be cleaners, and you guys are trusting me to make payroll work. So if and when somebody doesn't pay, or the payroll is screwed up, or you know taxes come due, how, I won't text you and ask you what I should do. Fair. Now, when it comes to cleaning stuff, if you need me to do it for you no offense. Why do I need you here? <laughs> I, I know how to clean. You're cleaning because you're going to solve that problem. So I'm going to handle the owner problems. You're going to handle the cleaner problems. Is that something you're okay to do? And if they're not, fantastic. We're going to find you a different job. And if they are not in your company with someone else's company, um, but you just set the boundaries. Does that kind of give you the, the way to look at it that feels powerful and, and still kind of in control? Yeah. I think it just comes kind of down to like boundaries for me. And figuring out how to set them, <clears throat> especially with having new girls come on. And I know they have more questions. So actually, let me get, I was just going to say it could be hard with older employees. This should be much easier with new employees. So like, say you guys, we were, say we'd all have the same schedule we're on now for a year. And I'm like, you know what? These calls, I know I just stay on as long as I want, but they're going to be 45 minutes. You guys might be pissed. You're like, hey, I'm not getting the same thing. The new people, they wouldn't care because they didn't ever know they were longer than 45 minutes. They'd just be like, okay. 
So if the new people come in, you go, just so you know, here's the cadence that we have for communication with you guys. They're all going to go, oh, I guess that's how we do it. The old people will be the ones that might have a problem. The new people shouldn't have any problem because whatever you tell them is normal, that's going to be their normal. Yeah, the new people have only had a few questions and they've asked other members mostly. The main issue is a few of the older ones, like my scheduler sends out the schedule and they have questions about, can I work on Thursday? Why am I only scheduled these days? Those should go to the scheduler. Right. So are, are you, are you dealing with that? Cause that sh- you shouldn't even know that that's happening. I'm still making the schedule, but not putting it in. Why, why so would the- you scheduler if you're, if you're making the schedule? I don't have a scheduler yet. I have well, one of my, like putting it in our app for, for me. You'll, that'll be, like I said, I think I said earlier, cleaner, um, answering service account scheduler. So that'll be a fairly quick hire. Um, and they only cost, you know, you know, the scheduling every day, it's zero to 20 minutes. So, you know, if, uh, three hours a week, like it's not that big of a deal. So 20 bucks an hour, I and mean, we're talking two or 400 bucks. This isn't an expensive position. Does the scheduler also like give the quotes? No, that would be the salesperson. So Lynn, I'm going to be releasing this thing. Uh, it's been an X level for a long time. I'm going to be releasing on the next training. If you ask Lindsay, she can send you the the whole breakdown of scheduler accountant. Okay. Scheduler answer service accountant. Um, S-A-C is the, uh, bless it, um, scheduler. Yeah, she can send you all the job descriptions, outcomes. They're all one page, what they should get paid, how long it should take, the whole the whole caboodle. Okay. Just send it out to yeah, just you can tell Apple. I think Lindsay's in the room. You can just she'll get it to you. Just tell Apple you need it, and Apple will either get you to Lindsay or tell Lindsay, and not that big. And I'm and it'll it'll all be in the new training anyway, so you'll have okay. it in the weeks. But if you want it sooner, um, Apple can help you with that. But the big thing is, even if you're the scheduler, we, yes, we want you to hire a scheduler. They still have, you. It's just boundaries. Like again, with us, it's like for the next level, they can box me. For you guys, we have these calls and a help ticket. There's nobody that can bang. I mean, you could come to my house and be like, Mike, coach me, damn it. I'm like, get the heck out of here. I'm with my family, right? It's just boundaries. And you, it's not because I don't love you. And I don't think you'd be offended. You're like, yeah, that was on me. I probably shouldn't have done that. So because I set the boundaries, I was like, oh, this is how our relationship works. And it, I know that it gets you what you need. And you guys know that it gets you what you need. So you're like, this is fine for me. So you definitely do have to make sure that the cleaners have the tools that they need. Right. So there could be a, a company Slack that they go on. There could be um, a database like a, a wiki. There could be, you know, little short videos that you make. But at the end of the day, like give me the one of the questions someone texted you. Um why am I only scheduled Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Can I get on for Tuesday and Thursday? Um so that well, and honestly, that's a reasonable thing to be. So that question specifically to the scheduler, um, that's a that's a reasonable question. As long as you can say no, and if they get pissy, then that's probably a bad core values match. Um, but that's a reasonable question to ask the scheduler. It's so that would be more uh, how did they do it? Like, and if you haven't told them how to communicate with you, and you don't like how they're communicating with you, that's on you, right? It's always on you because if you told them how to communicate with you and they're not doing it, that's on you. And if you didn't tell them how to communicate and they're just doing what they want, that's on you still. <laughs> so. I would just think through like, here's how that works. And I just, again, as long as you're like, as long as I'm the scheduler, here's the one time a day I'm going to return calls. 
And then I would return that call on that time. And it wouldn't feel overwhelming because I'm going to return all my calls and texts and voicemails or whatever I got during that one little 30, 40 minute time. And I'm just going to, if I can make that happen for her to the schedule, I'll do it. If it's a reasonable request. And if not, I'll be like, sorry, can't. Easy. Right. So yeah, just box it. I think you're probably dealing with them all two minutes at a time over. All yeah. All <clears throat> so you're only dealing with it 23 minutes a day. Okay. Cool. You get what you need for at least a week. You can try that on, see how it works. And if you run any problems, come back. Yeah. I need to look at Slack and Boxer. That would be great to not have everything coming to my personal <laughs> messages. Yeah. Nothing, nothing comes to my phone. My wife texts me. That's I've got a couple of buddies, but yeah, business-wise, it's 100% Slack and Boxer and Zoom. Okay. And again, there's none of those are right or wrong. It's just what works for me. So you get the cool thing is your life. You get to, you can say, I don't want Slack. I don't want whatever. It's your party, girl. You set it up however you want. Okay. All right. Well done. Hey, new friend. Love that you were here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content. You just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on. We'll see you there. Question. First time cleaning, deep, deep cleaning for more money, systems for booking. Hold on. This is a lot. Let me... Systems <laughs> for booking... Payments, recommendation, how trip goal. Okay, let me just go one at a time. First time deep cleaning for more money. I've uh I've got a philosophy on this, and it's not the right answer. So when it comes to like cost of goods sold, core values, there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, just do it this way. This is the right answer. How the interviewing, but like just do it that way. The deep clean part, I'm gonna give you my philosophy, but you can do it differently. This is not gonna be something to make or kill your business. Okay. And you're you're talking specifically for residential, correct? Yeah, which I guess it's sort of probably going to be a mute point because we are going commercial from this point forward. So I guess as I... As well, I'll answer for that, all the residential out there. Yeah. but And I'm not saying it never comes up with commercial. It's just not... It's, it's a much smaller deal. Um, I always want the barrier of entry to my clients to be as low as possible. And I always want to charge high ticket, high margin so I can do a kick-ass job. So I'm going to probably do one of two things. Either, again, I want 45% cost of goods sold and I'm, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Right. So I'm not mm-hmm. looking to make, you know, the 400 bucks I get today. I'm not interested in that. I'm worried about the 10 grand I'm going to make with you over the next two or three years in the relationship. So if that means I spend an extra 68 bucks month one or clean one on payroll, I'm okay with it. So I would probably just do it. And again, that's one of the things about, you know, if you're, you got shitty customers with no margin, you can't do it. You can, but it's just not going to work. If you got great customers with good margin, you can do extra stuff and it's okay. So I would probably just pay for it. The second step down, I do it at wholesale. So say it was $62 of extra cleaning. I'd be like, hey, if you give us two or three months, we'll get the house up to shape in no charge. We just It's just going to take a little extra time, but we just can't do it all at once. If you want it all at once, uh, it would typically, you know, it's about an extra hundred. We'll do it for $57. Like literally whatever my cost is, I'm just, I'm not trying to make a bunch of extra money on that. I'm just going to try and cover my, yeah. I wouldn't do it for free. But if you're like, I don't want to do that, just cover your cost. And then the third option, which I really wouldn't recommend is try and make it a profit center. But again, what am I going to make on an initial clean? I'm trying to freaking have a relationship with these people. You know what I'm saying? So again, nothing's morally wrong. None of those answers are going to kill your business, but those are the order I would do it kind of most customer friendly to middle to screw you, just pay for it. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. Uh, second question, systems for booking payments, et cetera, recommendations. What do you mean? Well, I guess, um, you know, part of it was module two talking about uh, creating invoices and creating bills and all that stuff. And it, it made sense on a level, 
but I didn't know what I didn't know what exactly you meant um, by that. I, I mean, I currently have sent out I send out invoices through QuickBooks to my customers. So hold on, let's be super clear. Everything in Module Two is internal. None of it has anything to do with your customers. So I, you guys, perfect example because I do it with you just the same way I coach you. How many of you got an invoice before you gave me money or gave the company money? Nobody. Um, how many you got a sales receipt afterwards? Hopefully everybody. We did nothing for that. You just, there's literally a thing in QuickBooks you click going, send a sales receipt. So I would recommend credit cards for everybody, pay in advance. And as soon as you run that credit card, a sales receipt automatically generates with no effort on your part. So this whole invoicing thing, I think people get confused because they're like, oh, invoice is a piece of paper I send the client. It's like, yeah, in 1987, but in 2023, you just run the freaking card. Like Netflix might send you a email going, hey, we ran your card for 20 bucks or whatever. Probably not. Um, but Netflix is going to send you an invoice or your gym. Nobody does anymore, right? It's it's old. Uh, so I shouldn't say nobody, but certainly not on residential and on commercial. Yeah, if you're, you know, if, if it's a big purchase for tens of thousands of dollars, whatever, you're not going to need invoices. Uh, sales receipt should be fine. Um, when I say invoice, I'm just talking about the thing that you or your bookkeeper creates in, in QuickBooks to receive the money against. It's a completely an internal issue. It's not an external thing. Did that clarify or not? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay. Uh, but also, like, what do you, I guess there's, like, we're going to probably get to all of it. I just want to know your, like, suggestions on the systems and booking systems and the things that you particularly recommend for the, for the, for the uh, X's and O's of the business. But here's the thing a lot of people, let me give you the concept and then I'm happy to, even the specific record. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a general, then I'll be a little more specific. A lot of people kind of are, pro, are they go looking for solutions before they really have the problem. So, when you say booking, like what problem are you trying to solve? And most of the time people are like, oh, I don't have a problem, but I'm anticipating a problem is going to come up in the future and I'm trying to prepare. Like, don't do that. There's enough actual problems today that we need to get taken care of. Let's focus on them. So honestly, for booking, I use my scheduler, right? I'm not going to really do anything like that. Um, if you're, and you're going commercial anyway, so I certainly wouldn't be doing any like Zenmate, you know, like you could, the only time I use it residentially is like a Zenmate or something where it's like, or a job or where it sends a reminder and all that crap. But I, I, unless my clients really need that or they find value, I'm not even going to do that. So my scheduler is going to be making the scheduling and I wouldn't even use the software. I just have my scheduler handle that because the schedule is easy to make. You know, here's the 20 accounts we have. You can just plug in who's going to go where, when. I don't know that you really need a bunch of scheduling for that. You can, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there's probably 10 actual opportunities in your business. Like is your hiring phone, you know, you're cleaning toilets though. So like, don't worry about that. Let's get the hiring phone where then we can fool with, you know, booking. So um, good news is all the software is great. Like Jobber is great. Zenmade is great. There's Chronotech. There's a bunch of crap. Um, but just be specific about what you're trying to solve and make sure you start with that in mind, as opposed to just like, I should get software to be a, you know, to be a business. Does that make sense or no? Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, and very common, by the way, not, not a dig on you at all. Okay. Uh, how to attract all go in cleaner who's part-time employee? Uh, well, let me clarify because that was a hard question to kind of, to kind of put out there. So one of our core values as they currently are, are uh, be real, go all in and make money. And um, that's still on the second version. So I guess, but my, I guess it's still, the question still remains for me. I like people, I I want to attract people who want to build their life and build and push forward in life and to have motivation to grow. And yet- oh, hold, hold on, really quick. What we don't want is here's my core values and let me explain what I want and those not being the same. When your core values are right, that's the end of the sentence. Who I want is have people that want to have fun. They want, they're committed to making money. They love helping out and they're completely real. End of sentence. 
if I have to explain what I really want, then I need to make mm-hmm. my core values. Ex- see what I'm saying? That I'm missing yeah, the sure. core values. So is it sure. the core values or is it the explanation? I want to make sure we're clear on what you really want. Uh, well, I, I probably need help refining my core values again. Some more, one more iteration. But um, so, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know quite how to answer. It, I guess, I, I guess I'm trying to attract the people who, who want to grow, but it doesn't for a part-time cleaner. Um, on a level, is there is there advancement room? Do we have that? And how does that even look? Yeah. So uh, again, I'm, I'm going to answer the question, but this is definitely an example of there's so many clear and present dangers and opportunities in a business. Focus on those. Not, I think this problem is going to come up at some point in the future. Let me start dealing with it now. Once all the current problems are solved, we can maybe have that. And I'm going to answer your question, but I just it's much more important. And this is for everybody. This is very common. We're always like, again, you're still cleaning toilets. Well, I don't know how many cleaners you have, but like, we're not just, we'll worry about that when it comes, you'll be better equipped to handle it. So really focus your thing on what is the big thing. My wife is cleaning. Let's all we're going to focus all of our attention on is a getting the customer profitability spreadsheet up. So we have the money and then B get that hiring funnel up and worry about everything else later. That said the, to answer your question, the way that you attract core values match clients is exactly the hiring funnel. So you, you can't go, well, I got to get my, core values fit fixed, but then tell me how to attract this person. It's like, we have to do that first. So you can't, you have to define who that person is or what you want before you can attract them. But let's assume you have a perfect set of, not a perfect set of core values, but core values are like, they need no explanation. I can just say, have fun, make money, be real, help out. And it covers it. Um, the cool thing is if you do it the way we tell you, the core values based hiring ad is only going to attract those people. If you show up to your first interview being yourself, having fun, like these calls, hopefully if, if you're like, does Mike have fun on those calls? Hopefully, you know, you may not think it's funny or be your, your brand, but like, yeah, Mike seems to be having fun. He wants everyone else to have fun. Is he really committed to helping out? Yeah. He really loves these people, wants them to help out. Is he real? Promise you, me on the podcast, me here. If we hang out in person, it's the same idiot. Um, all the things are like, that's Mike, right? So I tend to, without doing any work, attract those people for clients. So you guys probably share some version of those core values. Or you wouldn't be here and definitely on the team. So I just live them out so loud when I put up a hiring ad, when I do an interview, when I write an email, when I'm on a training call, whatever I do, I'm living those things. So people that don't like that are repelled, which is fantastic. And people that do like it are attracted. So once you've got your good core values, the answer is you just live them loud. And it, it, it's, it's, there's some people are like, this is a business thing and this should be professional and can't be talking about selling your customers. They don't have as much hair as other. That's God dang great. I don't want that jerk in my client, you know, and I'm not saying he's wrong or right. I'm just saying he's going to not like me and I ain't going to like him. That's for sure. So I, you just, you know, does that make sense? If you just live them so loudly, it's repellent and attractive to the right and wrong people respectively. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. Um, there was one other thing in your question. I want to make sure I get, um, oh yeah. The, the whole like room for advancement. This is a cleaning job. There's not room for advancement. So the way I would advance my clients is because um, I got that when I was young. I'm like, oh, I want them to be a supervisor. And, and the, but there's there's really no room for advancement. The way we teach you, there aren't really a lot of supervisors. It's all flat. Um, what I'm going to give them is I want them to, because I'm a coach, I want them to leave better than they came, right? So mm-hmm. if Mike is here for six months making my pay thing, 1580 or whatever it is, you know, step nine tells you how to do that. And he's like, I got another job for 1625 and I'm going to go take that because I want the money. I have failed. Um, if Mike is here for the time, he's like, you know what? This got me extra money and I've been going through night school and now I got a job making $45,000 a year and they move on for that. 
I'm super excited. So my goal is to see them develop and go on to bigger, better things. I don't have to be the one to provide that bigger and better thing, mm. but I do want them to leave going. I was part of a team. I learned what a culture looks like. I had a good leader. Mike cared about me. Like I still want them to leave going. Mike poured into me and I got something, even though he didn't promote yeah. me to some job he doesn't have, I still got value. Is that distinction? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yep. And I love your heart, William, of, and that's why I just want to free you from it. Cause I've been you and we have this guilt of like, oh, they're so much better. And we start trying to make up jobs that don't really fit. And then it's a Peter principle. We, they're great cleaners and we pr- promote them to something they're not very good at. And the whole thing blows up and we're just trying to do good. So freeing yourself from that and just be like, you know, that's why I don't like minimum wage. You're like you can't raise a family on 14 bucks an hour. Like, of course you're not. You shouldn't be trying to raise a family, freaking taking ticket stubs. You got to improve your skills, man. So yeah. Same thing. Like if they want to do better, they shouldn't have a cleaning job. They should go get a better job. And I'm here to help improve their skills and support them and do everything they need. But if they're like, you need to pay all my bills with this crappy cleaning job. It's like, that's not a you problem. That's a them problem. Now you saying I can pour in and help you that that's, that's a, a much more effective way you can actually contribute. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yep. I'm glad you brought that up because lots of people have that. They get stuck. So that wasn't just for you, buddy. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.